You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's shameless after show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shameless After Show. Welcome everybody. Woo. Welcome everybody. <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we're here doing episode four of Shameless. The helpful Gallagher's. It should be called everyone everyone has needs is what it should be called. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I am your host, Bill Svitek. Join alongside today. We have Dre Renee. Welcome back. And of course JJ Jorgens. And we have this season's first special guest. Yay. You might know him as Break Bobby. <laughs> we have, of course, Eric. I'm gonna. Am I? Not, I'm gonna butcher this last oh, name. Oh, let's see it. Let's test. Edelstein. Yay! Yay! <laughs> got it. You got it. Yes. See, if you say you're gonna butcher the name, you won't butcher the name. Yeah. Um, so we're we're glad to have you, Eric. Um, you know, big episode. Not well. Big episode, kind of, in many ways. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, we're establishing. Last week was letting Bobby around the track, and this, you're just seeing what a terrible human I am. <laughs> <laughs> here, was, here was the fun part. We'll definitely talk about your storyline, and, and we'll we'll talk with you specifically towards the end of the show, but um, I liked how they, they flipped the switch and made you a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just has needs. You're yeah. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> He's providing employment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But you're very kind, because you, you know, help them out when they need oh, to yeah. call in sick, yeah. when they're not sick and you're very generous <laughs> that was kind of the funny thing when it was I first heard the storyline is that the girls don't really hate me that much I'm like are you kidding why I know I also have girls like okay this is even getting weirder <laughs> yeah it was very strange yeah. you know and uh, well, let's let's talk about V and Kev for a moment, just because um, you know a lot of these storylines that we're going to be talking about tonight are kind of pretty quick. They were just, you know what I mean, in terms yeah. of development of the overall arc of the season, it's almost like a side step. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, th- this one will kind of pan out with with V and Kev wanting to have a baby. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what, are, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Obviously, uh, V's kind of wanted this for for a little yeah. bit, I guess, deep down. You know, now it's kind of coming to fruition. It certainly hit Kevin kind of fast. Yeah. And yeah. now I think um, I think it's beautiful because I love their relationship and I love that they made it through that whole little wife thing last week. And, you know, they're working on the, the relationship. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I want them to have a baby, too. So V will be happy and it'll just be yeah. another, another step for them. <laughs> they're so graphic in the yeah. sex. Man, they're so graphic. They show everything. <laughs> Not everything, but they show enough. But at least I, I like how Kev was, uh, there was a nice side to him where he said, you know, I don't want the first words that my baby hears to hear, know. you know, you're a whore or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> I, I love that. 
That's a sensitive side. And it was a great little turn. She thought, oh, wait, maybe he's upset, doesn't want to have a baby, and he's like second guessing, you know, like having that with her. But no, it's just he was looking out for the baby. And of course, later with the uh, you know swim like Michael Phelps, get in there. So I'm, gl- I'm glad that he's he's uh, you know he's encouraging for this. And uh, Eric, um, did you have much interaction with with um, Shinola? And forgive me if I don't know his real name, Kevin. Steve Howie. Steve Howie. Yeah, yeah who's Steve great? Uh, I would just see him at table reads, and and I was blown away by all. Of them. Just do me a favor. Just come a little oh, bit. Yeah, there sorry you about go. that. Thank you. Super loud. Um, yeah, I would see him at table reads, and so you you audition, and then you don't officially get the part till your first table read, ah. and then you just watch. And, and I'd only seen one episode of the show. Oh. Uh, just to audition, and then I immediately loved it. And then seeing all these guys at the table read, and Chanel is kind of like the den mother, running around helping everybody. And hmm. yeah, and I think he really did hurt his leg because when I did it, he was really in, in a in a big brace. So I think they just kind of wrote it in and made it work. That's what I figured. Yeah. I figured he really had, like had something go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick up basketball, maybe. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, I don't know what more we can really say about the storyline in terms of, but it's it's definitely going to develop. I hope they mm-hmm. make it work and have a baby. Yeah. I mean, well, it's part of what's funny about the show is they are the ideal couple. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird and messed up, and it's a, a great through line with all of Shameless, where they are the ideal couple mm-hmm. on the show. And it's pretty funny to watch that work and to see them. I and you root yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you totally do. I, I love, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I love that they fight and they make up and then they just stay together. I love all that. Yeah, because you know, they always have each other's backs no matter yeah. what at the end of the day, whatever happened. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, before we move on, I do want to let you guys know, a lot of you have been asking about how do you get your AfterBuzz TV shirts, mugs, um, iPad covers, all of that fun stuff. We now have a store just for you. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com. There's a banner there that says merchandise or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> Click through that banner and shop away. We even got one baby onesies. Um, baby onesies? Yeah, someone Aww. someone sent us a photo of their baby in that onesie that they purchased. They and, and we tweeted it. So, yes. Let's see. We can send it to Kevin and V when they have their baby. That would be very cool. So, yes, your wish has been fulfilled. Um, somebody else with needs, Sheila. Ooh. Sheila. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my Dirty God. Sheila. <laughs> I love Joan Cusack. She is my girl. I love her. And I don't understand it completely, but it's like, do your thing, girl. You know, if that's what you need, that's what you need. God bless. We don't God, judge. We don't judge. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think you would need a permit for that thing, <laughs> but. And not only that, she had a whole box Why of them that so big. big? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. Well, it just, it just goes oh, yeah. to show. When, when you have nothing to do with your time, you know, now, now that Jaime is, is quote, asleep. asleep, yes, um, you know, she's, she's not really dealing with agoraphobia as much, but she's still not venturing out, then, you know, mm-hmm. yes, she has needs. Right. I guess yeah. you got to get creative, but dang. <laughs> I mean, that's. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit much. Poor Jody. I feel for him. He's trying to stay straight. I think it might be bad. I don't know. I'm predicting something weird's going to happen. I, I like the uh, fact that this all still ties Frank back into this. It makes yes. Frank look great. Yeah. Like, Frank, I need you. You were so amazing. He really did help, though. They he all did. Were, He did. And he for the first time, it, was, it seemed genuine. There was no, like, ulterior motive. There was no reason for him to help. He was just yeah. actually helping. It was kind of weird to see it. I was like, what? what? I no, don't yeah. understand. Where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? I mean, when he did that. 
with the baby, that was the first time I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you saying that he he helped out Sheila and and Jody? Yeah. No, I think he just didn't want to take it up the ass. But I'm saying when he was, like, coaching him and telling him what to do or why he should do it, the reason that was true is for love. I mean, you know, listen, it, that was the clearest think, and purest I saw Frank, so I'm going to take it and run with it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to agree with her. It was the first time I felt like he was actually kind of help, you know, doing something to help somebody out, like wanted Sheila to get what really? she needed. I did. I feel <laughs> like maybe we it. wanted to look like him this I week know. and have, because like, he's been so bad with, with the cancer season so far. Oh, yeah. my God. My God. <laughs> Eric, yeah. are you are you siding with them or do you just <laughs> maybe this maybe I'm in touch with my feminine side and also I have to be honest I'm a, I'm a cool Hollywood guy so I just watched my scene and then drove up here <laughs> so I just watched the really important stuff so I yeah. didn't see that but I can imagine ties right in and hey if Frank's helping a brother out but I imagine knowing Frank it's partially self serving if he does not I want th- that implement yeah. anywhere near him yeah. but you want to see it because we just he's Jerry Lundegaard he's William H Macy and he's the best. And you want to see this redemptive thing in him, and it's kind of beautiful they don't do it. Yeah. Like, and you wonder, it feels like it's all building toward this beautiful endgame for Frank of, like, what's going to happen? Is he going to hit rock bottom and come back sober and be a great dad? And whatever it is, it's building. And it's all just so fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my take on this is he so doesn't want to take it up the <laughs> end. <laughs> that whatever means necessary, he's going to convince him, like, hey, it's going to get better. I don't know. I don't, I don't think better. he's afraid of taking it up the ass because he had 19 of those bags exactly. of drugs in his ass. And so now he's like flexed he out and like can yeah. take it. <laughs> he's like, and they said it expands. Yeah. You know? He's magical. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think you're someone who's had some friends in prison. And you heard a story <laughs> I'm with you. I'm I with think, you. I think I might have. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, guys. It's a bad deal. Get, get, pay the 20 bucks for the cab. Avoid that. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I love, I love what they're doing with Sheila. So, oh, me too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I could watch Joan Cusack do anything. I could watch anything. her read the phone. Mm-hmm. She's so amazing. And yes, you watched her at the beginning of her career in the mid '80s, and she's incredible and like a fine wine. She's just gotten better. Yeah, Where I, I would watch her these table reads and just be like, my God, every word that came out of her mouth and like the weird reactions yes. that she just yes. Finds. Mm-hmm. You can never predict how she'll deliver a line. Let it, me ask you this: amazing. The table reads. I mean, these lines are absurd. Like, oh yeah. is, it, is it your guys? It's not your first time necessarily reading the script or whatever, but it's kind of your first time seeing it in a group. Do, do people get like weirded out of like when they're like, "Yes, can you insert the?" And then, yeah. Like, how is the table read? I remember the funniest thing was it got. It's actually something for next week, so I won't give it away. But it's something that's so ridiculous and awful, and everybody in the table read is just laughing. And William H Macy was right after I think they. They didn't get nominated for any Emmys. And they did something so offensive, and there was a laugh and a lull. He's like, this is why we don't win awards! <laughs> <laughs> and you just see it. They they love it. And, and it really feels like a family. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I was there last week where she had her first kiss. And this is, I believe, her oh, real first kiss. I figured. And the way they all just started clapping, and William H. Macy, he's not Frank. He's clearly like a father figure to those kids on set. And when you go into these, because I'm always the guest star, and it's always interesting coming in, because sometimes you go in and it's weird. And sometimes you go in and it's so much fun, and that's how Shameless is. And that's great. And if he's not a great dad on TV, he's a great dad to those kids shooting the show. Because he started applauding so loudly after they just read her first kiss, and you could see he really is the dad of that group. Yeah. And there really is a beautiful vibe there, and it's such a nice set. Oh. And sometimes you go on these things and you get disappointed. 
where there's the whole thing, don't ever meet your heroes because they're disappointing. Right. Shameless. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've loved William H. Macy forever. He's amazing. Joan Cusack, all these people. And Emmy, I was new to and was blown away by her. And you're like, okay, it's so good to see these are good people. That's and good. they're just having mm-hmm. a fun time and being so dirty. And they revel in yeah. it and they yeah. enjoy it. Great. Yeah. It's so great. And it's a, I mean, you know, while we're kind of on the subject, it's a young cast, too, for the most part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have, she, the, the daughter, what's her name? What's her young Debbie. 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 Debbie goes to school in between, and her dad is there with her and seems very well adjusted. And yeah, I mean, it's. That's how they're raised. Yeah, does like the dad get frightened? Does he does he sit at the table? <laughs> and like, the dad was the sports editor for the New York Post, so I like picking his brain on sports. I think he's kind of seen it all, and for them it's this crazy <laughs> ride, because two years ago they're in New York, and he's a sports editor, and now they're out here, and his daughter's a TV star, and wow. little things like them getting picked up for a fourth season is, is life-changing for them. Right. And that's, yeah. you know... It's a big deal. So yeah, it's it's it really is a, a less dysfunctional version of the family, but it really feels like a family when you do it. Yeah, and like Emmy will really be like a mother to Debbie and be like, okay, don't listen to this right now. This this she pointed. This guy's gonna say gross stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. it's really That's sweet. Really it really great. feels like this weird family. Nice. Yeah, Cute. and Frank is a good dad to that family. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so you know, getting back to the actual Frank, the character of Frank, for me. I can't believe you guys think he's actually we're, we're looking out for him. <laughs> but, but where he's actually looking out for me is Carl. The fact that you know he took the oh. label off and gave him some pills. That's a little redemption. That's no. all I need. That, that, that was a big lie. That's a bigger stretch for me, Phil. <laughs> really? Yes, Phil. He cares he, for Carl ultimately. He, no, that's so he wouldn't be kicked out of camp for no. not having AZT pills or whatever. <laughs> That was your Bad, redeeming moment. Yeah. Okay. Really? The cheese stands alone. On <laughs> really? Because yes. he sends him off thinking he's going to die. Oh, but you oh might not. When yeah. is he going to find out he's not dying? I'm freaking I out. I know. I just want to hug him. Like, buddy. He's all, you're such a good sister. I mean, I'm like, oh, or oh I know. I know. You know? I know. I broke my heart. <laughs> His little eyes looking back before he went out the door. And Frank got the all last weird. Time he would see him. Yeah. No, Frank needs to, Fr- Frank will tell him you're cured. That's how that's how it's should end in Frank's eyes. Certainly. He's gonna get back. He's like, "Don't worry, Carl. It's over. You'll, you're, you're living." Or Frank will probably do something amazing to cure him. I would bet just yeah. to, to buy his loyalty for a while. I think he's probably lost a good Debbie point, yeah. after the bag of soap. So he needs somebody on his side right now. So he'll magically cure him. He'll give him magic right. beans or something. <laughs> that's a good point, though. But uh, you know, just to sidestep a little with Debbie, she was doing uh, you know trying to hold her breath, and we opened up on that scene. So I'm surprised the fact that. She's allowing him to do this. Right. You know, if, if they're so angry with each other, but... Yeah, good point. That didn't last very long, huh? No. Hmm. I don't know. But back to Carl. Um, camp for Carl was not what he expected. <laughs> no. But he brought his Gallagherness uh, out, for sure. He's like, F this, we want nuggets, and that's that. So get him. <laughs> I had to say, I loved him this episode. Like, good yeah. for him, you know? If you, if you do, if you're the kid, yeah, you get sent off to a camp, you think it's your your last, I like, agree. the camp give shouldn't be like that. Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza, give them whatever they want. They're <laughs> dying. Know, let them. Yeah. Yeah, just, so he was... Looking out for his I feel like if you're Wendy, though, someone who volunteers for these camps, you're trying to be a good <laughs> human being. You're trying to help these kids. This Get is him. not what you expect out of dying kids. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> He's all, where's my damn sprinkles? <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I mean, do most, most kids aren't like this. Thank God. They should be <laughs> yeah. if they're dying. I don't know. Give them a pizza. That's just how Let them shoot the rifle. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> that little kid was so cute, too. Ugh. 
I mean, that's got to, even at that age, that's not your bucket list. You know, I don't want to yeah. go sit in camps, sit in a structured, eat, um, what were they having? They were having um, chicken, broccoli, and, and kale. And like, yeah, no. Who wants to eat kale? I mean, I eat it now. Yeah, yeah I eat it now, but I hate it. Every morning <laughs> yes. my body makes kale, pear, blueberry. I'm like, all right. That's this is making eat. up for 33 years uh, eating terribly. Exactly. We beat the system now. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, well, part of the problem is I don't know much about these camps. Thank God. Thank, yeah. thank God. You're healthy. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, part of the problem, obviously, is they probably don't have a huge budget. Carl yeah. doesn't, not really, th- that doesn't factor into Carl's thinking, but. No. Well, it's actually cheaper to probably get the nuggets. Yeah. Nuggets are cheaper than kale. Than kale. Yeah. We've been to Trader Joe's. <laughs> you know. Exactly. We've okay. been to Trader Joe's. Oh, well, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Um, also, what was I going to say? Um. I forget. Were you going to talk about what he did for the other kid at the camp? And well, how- I was going to get to that, definitely. <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's, let's cut to that. Um, no, we didn't catch his name, did we? I did not. Mm-mm. I didn't catch his name. Mm-mm. Well, very quick. Either way, I, I would love to... One of the reasons why I liked it is because I love seeing Carl interact with someone else. Yeah. And, and gain a friend. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And uh, just seeing him corrupt this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked Carl in this a lot. He was sweet, yeah, but still was. had his Gallagherness in him. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it's nice that you know uh, the other kids teaching Carl too with the with the rocks and, yeah. and, and you know showing him the boobies and whatnot or legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how many times? I mean, to who can Carl really talk about these things? Right? Jimmy's he kind of talks with Jimmy to a degree, but it's you know Jimmy's way older. Whereas like this is a kid on Carl's yeah. level, right? Um, and of course boobies. And of course boobies. <laughs> there was a lot of boobies in this episode. A lot. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did? I can't believe it. No, the fact that they got got her to do this. I know. I know. She was doing it for the kids. But she didn't need to. She had a good heart. No, here's the thing. I would have been like, wait, I don't really need to be doing this. I'm in college. What am I doing with my life? Yes, it would have looked great he on my car. Co- dying. Um, yeah, but then she's that legendary camp counselor that, you know, she. Only <laughs> boobies ever saw in life. She could, like, yeah. yeah. But she didn't thing. have much else going on in her life, so she volunteered, you know, was there. And then so she thought, this is my chance yeah. to, like, really change somebody's life and be impactful. As long as it was lasting. <laughs> I think it was more- And she said, no touching, and, you know, it was good. I thought it was more of a resume builder for her, to be honest. <laughs> Special skills. Oh, well, I, but did you see the other coworkers' looks when they saw her? I think she really did build a resume. She She's going to get good recommendations for this from them class. now. Whatever. Yeah. Something Fair good's enough. going to happen. I feel it. Everything for a reason, friend. I read the secret. Exactly. Yeah. Everything. Well, the good news, uh, can you give us a spoiler, Eric? No, oh. man. Oh. I just I'm want, a ham and egg, brother. I just want, I'm lucky to be there. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> I just want to know <laughs> if there, I just want to know if Carl's friendship continues. Do it, no. brother. No, no. 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 I want to keep He's getting involved. High. He's involved. <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, fair I enough, I enough. certainly hope that it does because this would be a great tag team. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Also, before we move on, we here in AfterBuzz have our own needs. No. Yeah. You yes. sick perverts. Those aren't it. No. I we thought want- this was a new store Speak opening in AfterBuzz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sunday we, night. We got those needs too, but. 
Uh, <laughs> if you go to iTunes, um, one of the needs that we have is for you to rate and comment so we can make this show everything that it can be. We want to hear from you. Give us five stars and let us know what you think. Woo-hoo, if you think this show sucks, still give us five stars. But at least we got the five stars. Yeah, exactly. And a truthful opinion. Um, so, but but it really does help, and you know that's that's one of our biggest needs. And then the other ones, you know, if you want to help us out with that, that's cool too. If not, you don't have to, you don't have to go there. All right, um, Mindy's sister. This was uh, I... all right. Let, let's yeah. let's let's start backwards because I know this is going to be. The, the the penis thing. Yeah. I, it left the... me speechless. That's what we should change the name of the show to speechless. <laughs> because, good one. That was Exactly. I agree. After these last episodes, it was like every week we're like, I can't believe they went there and they went there. And then this was like just the whole to last give that one for me like to that little girl. Yeah. Okay? And her mom is like, say what? I mean, I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> As if there wasn't enough penises in this episode, they had to I throw mean, in one more. And it's with Debbie, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what... Poor what, Debbie. <laughs> what is the takeaway? so much. What is the takeaway for you guys? <sighs> Little girl, penis. I don't understand Martin, what's happening. Not that you need, you, you really don't need to know the storyline for this. What would you think when, when you heard that a little girl has a penis? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me with this show? No. No, I'm no. not. That's dead serious. Well, then she's a hermaphrodite. But That's, she, but, 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 what, why? Mm-hmm. What are, what are they going to do with that? Like, oh, what's God, next? I don't know. And does Mandy I mean, what know? can you do with that? Well, I she hope. said half sister. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. That's <gasps> terrible. There's your spoiler. Oh, mm-hmm. she's yeah. my half sister. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's insane. Okay, <laughs> I get it. The shower and the kitchen sink. And Debbie mm-hmm. already had that weird experience on the subway, so I hope none gets yeah. weird. Woo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what you take with this. Um, Hopefully, nothing. Ooh. Well, what do you mean? There's got to be something. Uh, Debbie, I meant for, it was. A you don't just give Debbie. someone Drop a penis it. and be like, yeah, well, you know, we might use that, we might not. Let's let's think about it for a little bit. Just throw a penis on a little girl and let's see what happens. <laughs> but uh, the more, you know. Uh, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. This is going to be, I, I'm, for lack of a better term, the, the meat of this plot. <laughs> I, know, I knew the I was meat. in trouble from the get-go. What, was that Lip and, um, and Mandy are continuing to, to develop this, as we later find out in the preview, oh, yeah. a ghetto marriage. Um, and it's true, and obviously this is very upsetting to, to Fiona, Um so I, I like kind of seeing that develop, and, and and especially now that she has a penis, this is going to be really. This only complicates things. This can't be yeah. good. Yeah, is she staying in the house? Yeah. Is she going to be in the show? Like, what is happening? Because you, like you said, you can't just throw that in. There has to be yeah. some meat behind. Well, he, that. he was, he, you know, we talked about it in episode two, right? The big struggle for Fiona was to get out of quote the hood, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she was trying to do the bar thing. And Lip was kind of taking control of the family. Now he's, again, kind of going back to her. Is it okay if she stays mm-hmm. and blah, blah, So the dynamic keeps shifting, which we thought it would be more Lip throughout the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he likes her. I don't understand. I mean, he does, right? His actions show that he... I'm confused. Andy, of course. I mean... You're not feeling yeah. it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, okay. think, I think he does, but, like, I, I wasn't convinced either. Like, I didn't feel like he had... 
you know, like we talked about before, the look and the things like right. for her. Like, I just didn't feel their connection being that solid. But, I mean, clearly, if he's willing to do what he did tonight yeah. for her, then he, he does. But It's confusing. Men. Ugh. No offense. Uh, <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's what I take away from this storyline. Again, the penis I have. No, I, I Just speechless is the speechless. only word. Speechless. You know. Yes. Um, my goodness. What? what <laughs> when you got this script, was it a bit like, what were you, what went through your mind? You're like, I'm reading this, I'm reading this. Man, it was the funniest. I actually got this gig because of my dog. Uh, in a funny way, because I, long story short, I did a movie in Puerto Rico in March and I brought home a dog. My, my girlfriend is so cool, and I started sending manipulative text message pictures. <laughs> and I brought this dog in, and at my agency, I'll go in and do voiceover stuff. And they kept saying, bring in the dog, bring in the dog. So I brought the dog in, and then I went to see one of my agents, who's huge in dog rescues, great guy, Jacob Fenton. And he's like, I'm so bummed you can't go in for Shameless. I'm like, what do you mean? Because I was doing like a college humor video, two lines, and they said I wasn't available. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, there's this part on Shameless. Have you seen the show? I'm like, no. He's like, it's perfect for you. And he's like, the guy starts out really sweet, and then he's so creepy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me, if it's two lines for a hundred bucks, God bless, I'm, I gotta try to change this. So then I got in, and I truly, I look at my dog now, because this is my oh. favorite part I've ever had. And I Aww. look at my dog now, Aww. and I'm like, my God, I got this because of her. And so I'll also tell anyone else, there's 150,000, this is where I get on my soapbox, 150,000 stray dogs in Puerto Rico, and this group called the Sato Project is rescuing them. So if you want an incredible dog, like my dog, Chupi. Chupi! Oh, she's the best. She just turned a year old. <laughs> but truthfully, I got this gig because of my dog. And then I couldn't believe it. And the first time I, I watched the first episode before I auditioned to get a sense of the tone, and I was like, oh, wow, this is great. I love it. I yeah. get why you want me to do it. And then it was one of those where... I knew they were out to a couple name actors for auditioning. I'm like, please turn down making your cashiers give you blowjobs. <laughs> I just kind of pray. And then I went in there and I had so much. I did the same thing I did last week, right? Just had that was my audition scene, and it was so fun. And it's so fun to just play these guys like pieces of crap, but play them yeah. sweet. Like yeah. that's fun. I don't have to get method or kick my dog or get dark or yell at my girlfriend. <laughs> just say the worst possible stuff in the nicest way. And yeah, You're good. It, it works. Yeah. It works. You're totally good. <laughs> That's great. So let's get into your storyline. Um, <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. Good Bobby. No, because uh, you mentioned that you, you were recording these lines, um, and you didn't think, like, a lot of them would get used. No. Well, when I went in for just the, the voiceover stuff today, I really want to do it cheesy. And, and with this show, there's so much of they'll let you do it. Like, when I first started playing Bobby, I'm like, are they going to pull me back from being this much of a cheese ball? Like, I'll be happy to give you a free ham. And then, <laughs> and then with this one, I'm like, I want to try doing this voice. Princess, come on back, sweetie. And then they kept it in. So yeah. you just kind of see this disgusting man has all these girls working for him. And you'll see it gets even worse. And the turn it takes is even stranger. And yeah, it's so funny. Mm. And it's so funny running into people because women... Just in the last weeks, are like this, and I've had too many guys that be like, "Bobby rules." Oh, and then when, no. I was, when I was doing it on set, all the crew guys were like, "Bobby, you got the best situation here." And Emmy Ross would be like, "No, he doesn't." doesn't. Yeah, right. stop it. And I got to say, that chick is the coolest. Yeah. She is because sometimes people are weird and methody right. to you if you're playing a bad guy. Like I remember my first gig in town, and I was working as a bouncer and a barista. And this is my first ever gig. 
and I was on a sh- uh, the show Karen Cisco playing a corrections officer, like giving a guy back his stuff after 20 years in jail, messing with him. And I was so excited because part of me thought I'd move down from Spokane, never work a day. So I can't believe I'm working. So I'm giving this guy stuff, and then it's like they yell cut, and it's craft services. And I'm like, how cool is this, man? And he's like, you've had me in jail for 20 years. And, and you're like, just walked uh, off. And I'm like, there's pretzels here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and exactly. So, yeah. So, and there's still I play like either half like the happy usually stoner buddy or villains and pieces of crap. Mm. And on half the gigs, people would be weird to me because they're like, oh, he must really be like that. And I was so glad, Amy, because, you know, spending so much time with her, she was like that or she was weird. She was so cool. That's why it was so cool Mm. to meet you at Trader Joe's because I was thinking to myself, he's so nice (laughs) and I met you at the grocery store. I know. How funny. Can we say that's how I ended up here? I ran into Drea at the grocery store. I stole his basket and I saw him and I was like, I have to say something to him. Well, then he said, that's funny. That's going to cost you a blowjob. Yeah. Like, why well, don't I want your basket? Yeah, I, but it was from him. That's the weirdest part of that. That was. I was like, not, I said Dre. I'm like, no, this is how it is here. It's exactly. perfect. Man. It's exactly. perfect. But yeah, yeah. Well, because I always want to be nice to people because other stuff I'm playing an ogre and killing people and, and people and then like... I was in Hotel for Dogs playing the evil dog catcher, and kids will still kick me. Uh, the, <laughs> oh. li- the little ones don't get it. It's pretend where they're like, we just saw you throwing a dog, and our parents are bringing us up to you, and I've been kicked. I, and so I always try to be nice to people. Like, no, nah, I'm just playing that. I don't. I got no problem you're with such dogs a nice or people. Guy. Yeah. yeah, it's a funny life. It really is. My mom says, Eric, you're so sweet. You should play nice guys more. No, mom, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm no, trying. No. I'm trying. You stay. That's oh yeah. It, well, it's a fun. It's like yeah, I'm typecast yeah. two ways. So the the Puerto Rico movie is called Welcome to the Jungle, and it's with uh, Kristen Shaw plays my girlfriend Rob Hubel, and it's Jean Claude Van Damme's first comedy. Oh, oh. So that I play Adam Brody's happy stoner best friend. Oh, so good. I get to go back and forth. Yeah. Good, good. And that makes okay. my mom happy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who watches Shameless with her book club? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh Eric, I think it's funny. <laughs> Bobby has needs too. Oh. Well, here's what, what I loved about this episode was the fact that these women defended you. I oh, yeah. know. Six to three in a democratic vote. <laughs> okay, hold on. Was that in the second half when I was driving up here? Yeah. What, what yeah. happened? I didn't see this part. What happened? Okay, so all the women, Fiona gets them together, right? They're rallying uh-huh. together. They're, they're, they're meeting. And uh, they're like, oh, thank God someone finally has to speak up. And then one of the ladies goes, it's not so bad. He gives us time off. He does this. Right. You know, if I... If, if someone dies, he gives me free flowers. So I have to blow him every now and then. No <laughs> big deal. It's so funny. And when I read that turn on it, because I was sure it was going to be the Norma Ray, she would rally the workers. And I'm like, because when you do these one-offs where they say it could be one episode and maybe more. Ooh. So I originally did one. And so your goal is to go in there gunning and, and Heck you know, yeah. yeah, try to get brought back. And I'm like, okay, it'll probably be she's going to lead a Norma Ray thing and I better be out episode two. And then once I saw this turn, I'm like, oh, okay, I can milk this for a while. Heck yeah. yeah she's trying to get Bobby's a group together. Back. Yeah, they like Bobby. They like Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And I like that. I, I, I wish I had the exact quote, but it was like, you know what? We're sucking dick right now, but the the boss yeah. that's going to come in, he could be a bigger dick. Exactly. Exactly. Could be a worse yeah. dick to suck, suck or something dick. like yeah. that. That's what she said. That's working in America these days. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it just goes to show these women just... They'd rather stay in their ways, and wow. apparently you're, <laughs> it's I just, working. I really like that, like just the finer details of oh, he likes he lets me just the, yeah. the minutia of flowers, yeah. this, yeah. the it's breaks. Like I can call in sick even when I'm not sick sometimes. Oh yeah, it's Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's the nice. The funniest thing is we actually shot this in a real grocery store, and because you know, Shameless 
doesn't have a huge, you know, NBC budget. So they look to save money wherever they can. Ah. So we shot this in a real grocery store while it was open. So we would get there around 7 a.m. It was on York in Highland Park. And I'd really be wearing, so people go, where are the Chex Mix? And I'd walk them over the Chex Mix. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, it's right here. Have a good day. <laughs> Happy <laughs> H coupon for free ham. But yeah, yeah, it was open. People would come up to Emmy Rossum thinking, you know, in the beginning they thought she was an employee. And then by the end, the paparazzi get there. And, and she, she handles all that stuff so cool. And it's like one of those things where she has the kind of life that I don't know as a character actor. And I would probably be really weird if that stuff was going on. If there were people jumping out. Right, right. Instead, she goes and gets them all ice cream, where she's just kind of like, oh, if I have to deal with this, if they're here at this grocery store at 7 in the morning, it's really open, and people are really looking I for cold I can't believe cuts. it was really open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was really open. Wow. Yeah, it was so funny, because you just walk around there, and... People are grocery shopping. Yeah, people in Highland Park, there was one guy that got, like, taken down by security. Yeah, there was a guy with a giant Black Widow tattoo that was our best friend, because some guy was coming up and, like, kind of being weird to Emmy, and we didn't know what he was oh. doing. He tackled... Tackled this guy. The cops showed up. Like it was a r- real Highland Park grocery <laughs> store. It was crazy. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what was um? You know, to go back one episode. What was acting in the first scene with Emmy like? So she's um, she's amazing. Like she's unbelievable, and and uh, it's again one of those things where some you know you can tell a lot with somebody based on how they act. And she's so listening and so open, and would let me. You know, you connect on that level, and she wasn't just trying to get hers. And she was so, such a generous and giving performer. And you'll also have that other times where, especially coming as a guest star, you're like, okay, my job here is to serve this, the star, no problem, I get it. But with her, she would give me my moments. And like the director would be like, go, go, go for it more, Bobby, go for it. I'm like, okay. And she'd be like, yeah, man. And Mm, she was so supportive and so fun. And clearly, she's been doing it a long time. Where it's it's weird being around all those child actors. I'm like, man, these kids are better than I am, and I'm 35. Like, you know, and she's one of those things. She was raised in it, so to her now, she's just so smart when it comes to how to get the scene done quickly because they move really quick. Oh. So yeah, it's a special kind of skill she has, and she's amazing. And you want her, Emmy Rossum to be cool, and then she is. And you're that's very great. Happy. That's yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Oh yeah, I'm so glad uh, yeah. to hear that. She's not a diva. Total total sweetheart. That's good to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I am looking forward to uh, to the rest of because I am amazed. We, you know, we we always talk about how they can flip Frank every week. We hate him, and then uh, next week it gets reset. Yeah, now I like him again. So the fact that they, you know, I'm really drawn to, to the fact that Bobby's actually considered nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is that more of the sickness of these girls, or is it more of a sad commentary on how hard it is to get a job these days? I think it's a sad commentary on how hard it is to get a job. I, I think it is. Yeah. And I think it is. It's just so fun for me to play a piece of crap and do it with a smile where it's just funny that they let me, like, when they just had me do that one line a day, I'm like, well, what is it turning over? And I'm, and then the first time I did it, I just tried to do it as sweet as possible. I'm like, they're going to make me do it a little meaner. And then they're like, they laugh like, yeah, sweet. Okay, funny. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. So, random question. How many how many breaks are there for the <laughs> day? I know. It depends on it depends on Bobby. Depends <laughs> on how Bobby's doing. On a Friday, probably seven. We're we're looking at the weekend. He keeps track of that liquor back there. You can a bottle of gin can go missing really easy. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, probably four or five Bobby breaks. Depending on which girl if Princess is on, it could be six or seven. 
Princess is pro. She did, can join did, the union. Did you guys play any of these at this actual store? Did people actually hear these? Like, hey, you got to take your break now. I, I <laughs> take your break. That was done in uh, post post, post yeah. at, uh, Warner yeah. Brothers, and I sure wish I could have gone on the intercom because that, that would have been college, awesome. I would sneak on. Um, it's it's so stupid. I would sneak on intercoms in college and go Stark Nine, Stark Nine, man down, man down immediately, aisle eleven. And you'd watch these employees converge on aisle of like, what's Stark Nine? And we would just be laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lot to do in Spokane. I look at other people. I, I was like, what were you doing? Yeah, over what there? was I doing? Prank, tons of prank phone calls. I was a late bloomer, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. Well, uh, to, to wrap up the episode, let's talk about Jimmy's dad real quick. He gets kicked oh. out, um, which is a it's more of a blow to Jimmy because he's kind of looking for money and he mm-hmm. he didn't want to go to his dad. But now as they're kind of sitting down, you know, that was the moment to be like, OK, you know what? At least you can stay with me and blah, blah. And it was nice in for Jimmy to get some of the money. He finds out there's no money. And worse, mm. the secret with Ian comes out. out. Ooh, yeah. That was a lot mm-hmm. for one person to take. I can't ask you for money. And then he sold his watch. I was like, dang, he's really trying, you know? And he wants to ask his dad, and he can't. And now his dad's banging Ian. It's like, what are they going to do about mm-hmm. that? It's just, and then he's like, oh, if my one credit card still works. And Jimmy's just like, speechless again. You know, it, it, that was, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, my dad told me he was like taking cholesterol medicine, and I was rattled. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Broken having sex with that kid. <laughs> Pass the salt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's well, well, it's it's the fact that a your dad is gay. B the fact that okay he's banging. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much your son to a degree, oh, your brother right. at the very least. Yeah. Like yeah. all these. Oh my god. Well, how great is Harry Hamlin? How he, yeah. great is he? Yeah, Excellent. because I didn't JJ's know. a huge fan. Oh, I, I, are, are you? I do like him. I think he's. I, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, go, go. <laughs> Harry should be I, so much. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. Oh, yeah, and all the little things he does where, you know, you kind of think of Harry Hamlin a certain way and then you watch a show like this. Exactly. This just opened up a whole new career for him. Yeah. Which is so cool to see. He'll work and work and work and be that guy because he's so good mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Just like that little look he had right before he got punched where he's like, what'd you say? Last week and he's like, huh. Uh, and then, he's yeah, so fun. He's I'm hoping great. for a ginger snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and uh, in terms of what, what do we think? How, how's Fiona going to take this news? And and Lip, Dude, everyone's well, speechless I mean, again. Yeah. I'm telling you, that is the theme of this episode. Change that name, you guys. It's be speechless. I mean, I thought Fiona handled it pretty well, <laughs> considering uh, you know what drinking but, but, a beer with Jimmy outside. She took well, it yeah, she's like, hey, you know what you say? If I had to apologize every time my family right. or my father did something, that I'd be, yeah. you know, that's have a true. Voice. So I, I think she kind of t- took it a lot better than I would have expected. I thought she was gonna flip out for sure. I totally did, but she didn't. Well, she has to flip out on Ian. <laughs> I, I don't think she's. He didn't I know. don't think she's gonna. Yeah. Because, exactly. He didn't know. So why would she flip out on him? And they know he's gay and yeah. he's out. And because he shouldn't be doing older guys. That's why fine. Not? Yeah. I mean, why he's not? got guys he's his just... own age. Nah. Oh, age. Yeah, come on. Yeah, 
and we talked about it. He's also, at the time, he thought he had money and he had this other, you know, oh, thing too. So right. then we talked about it being his chance to get out of okay, the that's thing. True. So yeah. she should have, she would have been supportive of it before a little bit. And maybe. it's probably his most functional relationship he's had. Maybe with a 50 year old dude, but. but yeah. <laughs> Who's getting divorced? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does he say in the one of us? Anything that walks, that's my deal. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. <laughs> I, that, that is a good point. It, we did say it was his one chance to get out of the hood. Yes. You know? So I, I will accept that answer. Phil <laughs> <laughs> no, will but. take it. Okay. Not that I'm encouraging gold digging and those kind of things, but he was being nice to him and treating yes. him well, and I thought it was better than the, you know, than his previous relationships. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I I would agree because we're we're st- are we still waiting on the look from from his boyfriend from Mickey? Yes. E- no, we got, we got it. The we got it. The before the, yeah, yeah. We got I don't know look. what this look is, Eric. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Well, we we bad for the other team. So <laughs> <laughs> when a lady gives it to us, we know it, huh? There you huh? Go. Yeah. Speaking of which, do we know how long? Because I used to always be very cognizant of seven years that that's a common law marriage. How long is it until you're ghetto married? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a year and a half now with my girl and a puppy. Oh. I watch that. And I'm like. Yeah. I think I think I think if 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 I'm to describe ghetto married and Martin, please feel free to look it up on like Urban Dictionary or something, so I don't embarrass myself. Oh my god, I love this. But I I think it's more of a measurement of uh, of of things happening rather than time. Ah. You know, think about all the things that that he's done for man. Right, you're right. You know, you can have a relationship for one minute. But they if, like, you know, you knocked her up, you you, you signed the... Right, you I know, agree. You, got, you already I, got food stamps lined up, that's a ghetto, that's marriage. A ghetto marriage. I think you're exactly right. I think that's what and I think that's what Fiona was warning him when she was like, you know, when you do things like this for girls like sends that, that's big. Yeah, it sends a message, so yeah. that was the little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't mess with that. Remember when I went to Home Depot with my girl for the first time? I was like, this is real. This is, this is real. <laughs> Eric, please. It is. going to bite a plant. <laughs> See? That's how real this is. That's, that's a start to the ghetto marriage. It is. Bed, bath, and beyond. Oh. Home Depot, so it's much a Saturday. That. that stuff is real. Oh, yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond, that's like, uh, if there's ghetto marriage, that's like uh, middle class. <laughs> middle- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, poor people don't go to <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath that's and Beyond. Target. Yeah. Okay. It's a little Target. You yeah. can go both. Walmart yeah. would be more appropriate. Walmart. Oh, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's it. There you yeah. go. There we um, go. All right, so that that pretty much kind of wraps up this episode, you know, uh, for mm-hmm. the most part. Again, it's kind of a detour from the regular storylines mm-hmm. we've been seeing, but you know, it, nevertheless enjoyable. Yes, I love this mm-hmm. episode. Um, so let's switch tracks for a moment and let's talk with you, Eric, specifically. I first off, by the way, the stories that you've already shared have been great. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yes. Um, and uh, obviously, you've already told us how you kind of got involved. Um, when let's see. When they hand you, by the way, John Wells. Oh yeah. Did you, when you heard that name, and and for those of you uh, who don't know, he's the executive producer in our business, huge, huge executive producer. Um, did you kind of get excited when you just heard that name alone? And- yeah, and the casting people because they had done ER and everything else. I knew it was a tough one to crack. And then just seeing it's so funny how you get in there and you see how the great ones work. It would be just a little note during the table reader, a little note on set. We're like, okay, that's why John Wells is at another level where mm-hmm. uh. he just has such a clear idea of what he wants to do and how to do it. And, and uh, did you? I know they film in Chicago and at Warner Brothers and like. Were you? Did you go to Chicago? No, for the, no all you, Highland Park while the grocery store is open. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and and we shoot 
all the stuff from one episode in one day. So yeah, it was so fun. Wow. So that was, yeah. that was pretty fast, especially yeah. if there's, oh, yeah. you know, if you're going to be in coming episodes. Yeah. And they move quickly and oh yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> so, um, what was it like to, um, you know, cause, cause we talked about for, for a little bit, you know, that, that obviously the cast is pretty much younger, but you're actually dealing with the cast that's kind of older, right? The yeah. older women. What was, what was that like? It's just funny because, you know, actors always kind of see themselves in the characters. And then when I walk into that grocery store and there's all these women in their 40s of very different shapes and sizes. Like, yes. Oh, hi, Bobby. What's up, girls? And it really was kind of funny and strange. And all the male crew members were like, yeah, Bobby. And the girls were like, no. Disgusting. Like instant yeah. chemistry. Oh, the way yeah. Instant. To instant. Me. The way it should be. Oh, yeah. Very method. <laughs> but, Love that. Yeah. Love that. And uh, so, uh, you know, you, you've kind of revealed to us, you, you play the stoners and the bad guys. Um, you know, ultimate, like, is it always within comedies? Obviously, stoner, that kind of uh, No, equals... I've, I've done, I, you know, a few dramas playing bad guys. I was on Grimm last year playing a murderous ogre. Oh. And so, yeah, it's, it's like for bad guys, I can kind of do either. Most other stuff is usually comedy. This, this body's built for comedy. So <laughs> right. I'm very aware of it. I'm like, what? where do you go when you go, go dark? Because you're such a bright guy. Yeah, it's just fun. And it's so fun for me to be totally happy eating a granola bar and then <laughs> kill someone and then come back. And it's just fun for me to be able to snap it and not have to be dark and not have to drink the night before or whatever. It's just like, right. ah, it's, it's just playing when you're a little kid. Like, I remember when I was a little kid, Cowboys and Indians, I'd always love to be the Indian. And when we'd play, I'd be pegged like Pete, who was the, the bad guy. I remember <laughs> once I ran my big wheel over someone's Eric. begonias, and my mom's like, Eric, you need to go apologize right now. I'm like, peg like Pete wouldn't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you emulating these bad guys? And then now it's what I do for a living. It's so funny. so great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad it all worked out. Because, you know, I'm, you moved down here from Spokane, and... It was real quickly down here. I'm like, oh my god, this is hard, and I didn't know if I'd ever work one day. And Culture now shock. stuff like this, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can act casual. I think it's so cool. Like something like this is so cool to come in and do this with you guys. You're like, man, this worked because that was yeah. the worst yeah. bouncer ever, <laughs> worst yes. barista ever. And then I went, and I sold pizza out of the back of a liquor store, no, and I got them shut down by the health department. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was working at Starbucks, and I got fired there. And then the P- it's Whitley Market on Whitley and uh, Highland and uh, Franklin. And then they were shocked that such a affable free agent like me was open. So they <laughs> opened me Oh, up. my God. And then my buddy Mark Gagliardi got fired. He's the first ever drunk in drunk history you've seen it. Because he had a play rehearsal and he put oven, oven malfunction closed. So then they fired him and no. I picked up his shifts. So I was closing at night and opening the next morning. So I was like, well, who am I cleaning for? Myself? There's just going to be dough on the floor again. So I quit cleaning at night, and I just had to hang out and eat premium ice cream. And then I, I got to work, and there was yellow tape all across. And the owner of the pizza place in the back of the liquor store was like, who closed last night? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they found 67 digital pictures of rat shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was me. That was me. And yeah, so I had a million awful day jobs, and I just pinched myself all the time. It all worked That's out. Beautiful. And it's so fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a blast. Now, uh, I'm excited for, if we can talk uh, at any length about this, Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. That's another one where I can't... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I can't exactly say what I'm doing in it, but it's a small scene with Buster. 
And oh, that's wait, awesome. wait until you see what they're doing, and it's going to be so fun. How did you and get they just added with, more. Like, uh, were you a fan of Rust Development? Like, oh, for me, yeah. I, you know, it's such a cult classic. I, I mean, I still watch it to this day. Oh, and you can't believe it. Like, stuff like that, you're, you're pinching yourself. Or, like, when I moved down here, my goal... Where I'm like, I want to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm. That is my goal. Right, and you, you did Yeah, and then when I did it the whole time, I'm like, man, hmm. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be at Starbucks. Because <laughs> I, I, I would just start to dream about it. And then when I was really there doing it, I'm like, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. And Arrested Development the same way. We were like, I, I can't believe I'm really here. This is crazy to be able to do it. Yeah. Was that a great experience as well? So fun. And to see how they work, where you don't get the, the sides the night before until around midnight. Oh. And then they put me in a different outfit. And then they just, Mitch was like, no, 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 he, he's in, I can't say what I'm playing, but he's like, he's in this outfit. And then they immediately change it, and it's hard to find costumes for a guy like me. Right. But they're running around doing it, and you see, I think there's something about that, where it's similar to Shameless, where they make decisions quickly. And they're not bound to a bunch of network notes. We're like, no, no, we can do mm-hmm. this right now. We have the freedom to do this. And you see that on a lot of shows where other times, it'd be like, yeah, that's a great idea. We probably can't get away with that. We have to clear with so-and-so. But the ones like Arrest Development, they just let them do whatever they want. Yeah. And I think right. it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. excellent. I'm really looking forward to that Me one. Me too, man. And they just added more episodes. And yeah, I think it'll be pretty they did cool. what, Is it, it started off as 10. What do we got I now? I think it's up to 20. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I believe so. They're taking a little break and Phil doing more. Phil is happy. Wait, I am. Wait until you see what they're doing. Like, it, it, it's, it will make every Rest Development fan so happy. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. They got pretty desperate towards the end. Like, hey, if you like Burger King or like this show, please go to Burger King. Please, for the love of God. Yeah, so, you know, I, mean, I, I still like that even then, but you can see the desperation. Yeah. Um, let's see. What what. I love that you worked on Modern Family because that's one of my oh, like, yeah. favorites. And that was, was another that like? one like this where you get so worried about being disappointed in people. And yes, I grew that, up. that's what I was like, oh no. Ed O'Neill was just my hero. Al Bundy. Oh. Like, I remember for you guys, when Married with Children first came on, it was something so weird and different and a little bit na- naughty. And I'd right. watch it with my grandfather and then my parents. It was like, wow, this is different. He was so cool. Yeah. He was unbelievably cool. And he'd give me, like, I play a mechanic that starts perving on Sofia Vergara. The, the, the first time I did it, I, I kind of did it sort of pervy. I hadn't figured out my full Bobby yet. Ah, <laughs> oh God, and Bobby so Ed O'Neill was like, go for it. Just really hit on her. Really pissed me off. And I'm like, okay. And then I did it. And then I'm like, moving on. He's like, good, good. And then the next scene, he gave me another little tip, too. And it was all... Ed did. Yeah. That's and it was great. the perfect thing to do. We were like, this guy's a wizard, and he's willing to share it. And I think he wants to get done and get out early to golf or something. <laughs> we were done and out by, like, 1 o'clock. And... That's the show that's the opposite of Shameless, where we're shooting in a grocery store that's open. I, like, improvised something in my audition about having a helicopter, and then when I showed up to shoot, I was now a mechanic that had a helicopter in the backyard. And there's mm. just a helicopter, where that helicopter would be half the budget of Shameless, or half the gotcha. season of Arrested mm. Development. With them, they're like, okay, yeah, we want the big guy said a helicopter. They get a helicopter, and they do it. And they just get it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but Ed O'Neill was awesome. Oh, that's good to hear. So cool. Good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> JJ, you got any questions yeah. that you that are burning in your mind? Well, actually, the Modern Family one was a good one because oh, I'm a big yeah. fan of that too. So, um, what about um, what are your favorite? Like, you do a lot of college humor and other. Was it Funny or Die too as well? Yeah, I did yes. one yeah. that came out last week ago about the Puppy Bowl, uh, oh. where I play a really angry coach. And you see me screaming at players, and then it turns out that it's puppies. And it was really funny. And they, they do a great job there. It's called Any Given Puppy. And it was one of those. It was another one like Shameless where they had it out 
to a bigger actor. That's a third of my life in this town is praying name actors turn it down. Right. <laughs> and it's okay. funny. And that was the same thing where they had uh, a famous guy ready to go, and then he turned it down. Then I got to go in and yell at puppies. Awesome. And it was so fun because I love the puppy bowl this year because they have two Puerto Rican rescue dogs from that Sato project. Chupi. Chupi. That's his name. Chupi yeah. is a legend. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're now, you know, a year ago at this I tell my girlfriend, like, a year ago at this time, this dog was literally homeless on the beach in Puerto Aww. Rico. And now she gets blueberry facials. Because <laughs> my girlfriend's a dog groomer. She gets a blueberry facial. She gets bedazzled nails. And I'm like, Love it. this Aww. is the luckiest dog in the world. Oh, <laughs> and uh, also, uh, where can they find you on Twitter? I know uh, I didn't give that plug. It's yet. at Eric J. Edelstein. And it's, yeah. we'll see how that is. Because it's so funny to do a Twitter sh- search of Shameless and Bobby. And the level of hatred. Uh-oh. I love it. It's so funny. You're doing your job. Yeah, I'm doing my job. You're doing your it's, job. It's pretty funny to see. So I'm like, if these people find me, it'll, it'll be like the little kids kicking me for a hotel for dogs. <laughs> I'm not really like that gang. But we're not at Starbucks. No. Better, so it's all, okay. Thank God. Take all a, I'll take a kid kick any day. Oh, any day. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding? <laughs> we have Bobby's, tw- uh, we have Eric's Twitter up. See, I called him Bobby. We have your Twitter up, Eric, so hopefully uh, the kids will uh, Beautiful. follow you. Beautiful. Yeah. Right there on the lower third, guys. Check it out. Tweet Take your them. own mm. online Bobby break, guys. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Love it. All right. Let's move into Eric's least favorite subject, predictions, because he will not uh, spoil anything. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited the fact that Aunt Ginger, the remnants is coming back. That's exciting to me. No, <laughs> yeah. the, the fact that this that something from way back when right. it still has an effect to this day. That that is just brilliant writing. It caught me by surprise when they showed the trailer. I was like, "Oh, they're bringing her back." I loved it. Maybe. Oh, I didn't see that. Did I not see that? The, because the, because the uh, they're going to be checking on the sewers. And she's oh, buried. Oh, I missed that real quick. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. that. Um, obviously, we're going to see Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that, uh, we're looking forward we to that. Two more Bobby episodes. Yes. Bobby. Yes. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yay. I'm excited to see whatever was going on the kitchen table with Mickey's bum in the air. And then, yeah, and Harry Hamlin. Yes. Mm. It was real quick. But it looked really bad and weird, and hopefully no uh, Sheila's accoutrements were used. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe would, so. Maybe so. You know, I mean that that could get strange too. Yes, I think a big prediction is Fiona's just going to get fed up with Bobby, and she's just going to Lorraine a Bob at that thing. The women do hold power because, as one of the ladies said, like you know, last week I thought about biting it off. Yeah, that's a risk Bobby yeah. takes every time. Every time, every, every time. time. Yeah. You poor man, not cover that. <laughs> you poor man. They don't even think about his feelings. Yeah, <laughs> so nice for Bobby. Thank yeah. you, Drea. You are welcome. I like you. Large laughing in the booth. It's always a good time. All right, guys. Well, we'll certainly be back next week. Um, until then, um, you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. You can follow Drea Renee underscore N on Instagram and Twitter. JJJorgens.com and at JJJorgens on uh, Twitter. <laughs> Eric J. Edelstein, you guys are the coolest. Everybody support yeah. the show. These Woo-hoo! are these are good people. They're not just good when they're they on try camera. to be. No, they are. They give me granola bars and water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, any projects that you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, I think I can say it just got bought by Universal. So okay. if you saw JCVD, 
get ready to see Jean-Claude Van Damme in a comedy and Kristen Shaw's amazing and then I'll be on um, New Girl on Fox awesome the Ben Show on Comedy Central Drunk History on Comedy Central and Legit on FX in three or four weeks get it so, get it trying girl trying <laughs> excellent alright guys we'll see you here next week from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.